And now we're going to have a word from our very own Pastor Whitehurst. In Matthew uh, chapter 14, Jesus sends his disciples on a journey. And that's really what's happened with us in life. We're simply on a journey trying to get to the other side. And while these disciples are in the ship and they're journeying uh, to the other side, they find themselves in the midst of a boisterous storm. And sometimes in life, you may be there right now because of our wayward steering. Uh, we find ourselves in the middle of a storm. We find ourselves going through trials, through tribulations, through heartaches and headaches in our relationships, in our life in particular on a personal basis, trying to get ourselves right with God spiritually, trying to find our way in life. There may be a storm going on uh, with our family members concerning our children, maybe a storm, a financial storm, and, 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 and maybe an emotional storm, and maybe a health or physical storm where you're battling cancer or you're battling some type of disease. It ain't even got to be you, but it may be a family member, a mother, an auntie, a, a father, grandfather, grandmother, sister, cousin, brother, or even a child. All you know is you're in the midst of a storm. And so these disciples, they found themselves in the midst of this storm. But watch what happens next. The Bible says that Jesus came walking on the water. And my prayer for you, number one, my, my first prayer for you today is that even while you're in the midst of your storm, whatever that storm may be, I pray that Jesus will be present for you. I pray that Jesus will just be there. And I want you to know right now, he's there. He's, he's omniscient, all-knowing. He's omnipotent, all-powerful. And he's omnipresent everywhere at the same time. So while he's there for you in the midst of your storm, he's there for somebody else in the midst of their storm too. It's my prayer that you'll receive that Jesus is there with you no matter how hard it is just know he's still there right there with you it can get so tough sometimes that you don't even recognize him but he's right there he's right there with you and so the disciples they in the midst of this storm while Jesus is coming and walking on water the Bible says that they got afraid they became afraid, and they didn't know if it was a spirit. They didn't even recognize him, but he was there. And watch what happens next. The Bible says that Jesus said, fear not, for it is I. And my prayer, my second prayer for you today, is that while you're in the midst of your storm, that Jesus will speak to you. Hallelujah. We've, we've seen in the Bible where he spoke to the storm. But sometimes it ain't even the storm, Lord. I need you to just speak 
to me. Speak to my spirit. Speak to my mind. Speak to my heart. Not even my situation, but if you can just speak to me, strengthen me, comfort me, encourage me, let me know that you still care, I'll be able to get to the other side. And so it's my prayer that wherever you are right now, whatever it is that you're dealing with, don't don't let the naysayers count you out. Don't let anybody throw you off track. Jesus is going to speak to you. He's going to speak to you and he's going to give you a word, or not just a word of encouragement and inspiration, but a word of direction. Because if you lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways, the Bible says that he's going to direct your path. So it is my prayer that he speaks to you in the midst of your storm. And so Jesus spoke uh, to the disciples and, and told them to fear not. And, 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 and after Jesus spoke, Peter opened his mouth and Peter said, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come unto you on the water. And so Peter got out of the boat and stepped onto the water. He's, he's trying to do the impossible. He's, he's, he's human, but he wants to walk on the water. And this is a miracle that Jesus is performing and allowing Peter to participate in. Jesus steps out of the boat and he begins to walk to Jesus on the water. And I want you to, to look at something unconventional. I know it ain't been preached or taught much, but I want you to think about this for a second, even though it's great. That, that, G, that Peter was able to walk on the water with Jesus. I want you to think about this. From the beginning, Jesus said, disciples, I want you to get in the boat and I want you to journey to the other side. Nowhere in the instructions from the beginning, nowhere in the plan from the beginning did Jesus say anything about anybody walking on water. <laughs> and so sometimes in our lives, while God has charted a path for us because of our free will that he gave us and, and because of our human flesh, watch this, sometimes we get off course. So, so, so Peter is not operating in the plan and the will of God. God didn't say, Peter, come to me on the water. Jesus didn't say, Peter, come to me on the water. But Peter said, Lord, if it be you, let me come to you on the water. And so sometimes we get off track. Sometimes we get off course. Sometimes we go out of the will of God. But because of his grace, God allows us to stay on the surface. He allows us to keep our head above water anyhow. And so Jesus let Peter begin to walk to him on the water. But watch what happens and it and it happens to all of us. It can get so turbulent. He began to get afraid because he was he was he was doing something that was off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. And so he began to get afraid because he realized I, I can't do this with my own power and with my own strength. And the Bible says that when he took his eyes off Jesus and when he began to be afraid and doubt that Peter began to sink. 
And it is my prayer that you keep your eyes on Jesus, that you stay focused no matter what it is going on around you. He didn't give you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. It's, it's my prayer that you're going to keep your head above water. And the only way to do it is to understand that you can't do it under your own power. But you got to have your hands in Jesus' hands. So watch this. Peter begin to sink. And what Peter did as he began to sink is he cried out, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. And that ought to be your prayer, not just for your own soul's sake, but that ought to be your prayer for your children, your young men and your young women, that they'll be saved. That ought to be your prayer for everybody you come in contact with, that they'll be saved. And, and that's my prayer, is that Jesus is going to save you. He's going to save you. He's going to give you grace. He's going to give you mercy. He's going to protect you. This shall not be unto death. You're coming out of this storm a new creature. You're coming out of this journey on the other side. He's going he's gonna to save you. And so Peter reached, Jesus reached his hand out to Peter. And he grabbed him. He put him in the safety of his arms. And he walked them to the ship. And that's what we want for you. Even though it seems like it's dark right now. Even though it seems like it's tough, like it's hard, like, like you don't know when this storm is going to end. He that has begun a good work in you shall complete it. He wouldn't have sent you on this journey if he, if he wasn't going to give you the gift and the purpose and the strength and the vitality and everything you need to get across to the other side. And so what he did when he wrapped Peter up is he said, oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt me? And I don't want you to doubt Jesus for one minute. I want you to know he's present. I want you to know he's speaking to you. I want you to know that it's his will that you make it through. I want you to know that he's capable and powerful and it is his will to save you. It is it is his his plan and his heart's desire that you prosper and that you be in good health. And watch this. When he put Peter back on the ship, the Bible says that they that were on the ship began to worship him. And all along, while you're going through the storm and while you're battling and while you're concerned and while you're worried, you don't have to worry. What, 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 what he's trying to do is he's trying to prepare you so that he can get you to worship. He just wants to get you into fellowship. He, he wants to connect you with, 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 bot, with a body of believers that can encourage you, that can strengthen you, that can help hold you up. And together, you're going to be able to complete this journey. He wants you to go into worship. He wants you to go into praise. And that's what you're going to do. When he brings you out this time, you can't doubt him. When he brings you out this time, you can't turn your back on him. When he brings you out this time, he wants you to praise him. He wants you to worship him. And you're going to be in the safety of his arms. You have no idea the power of the ministry that God has put on the inside of you. When these disciples completed this journey and they got across uh, they, to the other side, the Bible says that 
there were diseases that began to be healed. And there's a powerful ministry that is inside of you that God wants to release. And he's going to get you there if you just keep your hands right in his hands. Hallelujah. You're going to be better than you ever been before. And when you get there, you're going to say, I never would have made it if it had not been for Jesus on my side. I'm, I'm, I'm stronger. I'm better. I'm wiser. Hallelujah. God bless you.